Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Morris Musings podcast. Um, so last last time we did this uh, season four, I hadn't started yet. Um, I kind of went over some of the changes that were going to happen, um, or at least what changes I I could remember from the video I saw and what you know I, I knew at that point. Um, so, moving forward, um, season four has launched, um, it's been active since Wednesday, um, so now I can kind of, you know, definitively talk about some of the changes, um, so mostly I'm going to talk about DMZ, because that's where most of the, um, changes occurred um so uh one of the things they changed um was the mission objectives um kind of menus and things like that um so now when you hit your mission objectives um before you had to complete missions um basically let's say i believe before it give you like seven missions you had to complete six of them to unlock the story mission um for the most part that is still true um but now besides the i guess rewards of experience or a contraband weapon or a key or you know a emblem or calling card or whatever whatever the two um, rewards are for the mission um now you gain um each mission has a um, a certain amount of reputation attached to it. And so you still have to complete um, so now you have to complete five out of six missions to unlock the story mission. And as I said, each mission has a you know um, that kind of tells you what tier you're on. Like tier one, all the missions have a plus 100 reputation attached to them. So you complete it, you gain 100 points of reputation, and leveling up your reputation in each faction kind of unlocks or helps unlock other things. Um, so now your category, now your you know mission factions are for Black Mouse, White Lotus. Um, a new one called Phalanx, and then of course Crown. But Crown only matters if you actually have the full game, which I do not have, so that's really probably not going to matter much to me. Um, so for Black Mouse, so far I'm already into um, Tier 2. Um, I just actually unlocked the story mission. Um, but most of the missions... Um, kind of, a lot of them, I'm gonna say, like, the first, the first few missions that you completed were kind of, well, let's back up. So, um, season four is supposed to be a reset of everything. Um, they did reset your keys, so you start out with no keys, you start out with no items like intel or any of that stuff you collected. Um... I think we all kind of figured that meant they were also going to reset your contraband stash. 
Um, I had two weapons left over from season three. I still had them when I started season four, so they didn't reset that. Um, they didn't reset any of your um, operators. So, but it did reset the insured weapons. So now there's a new way to have to unlock them. You start actually. I I take that back. You started out still with the one, or at least I started out with my one with one insured weapon. Um, I can I can unlock. You can unlock a second and a third, but you have to um, do certain things, and I'll get into that here in a minute. Um, but so you complete those missions, um, and then you unlock the story mission, and the story mission tells you, um, like for the first one, it was called um, Laswell's Letter. So you go over to. Um, you um, get out, you go to your, um, when you click on the missions, it shows you your missions, which is where you select what missions you want to do from which categories. Um, and then it's got an upgrades one that you can, an upgrades menu to select, a location objectives um, menu, and then a notes menu. Um, what the notes menu is, is certain missions, you know, you have to, um, like on Ashika, you have to get Shadow Company's information, some of their, you know, intel or documents or whatever is part of a mission and then extract with it or put it in a dead drop or, you know, something like that. Well, when you have to do that, that's what this note section is. You unlock those notes. Um, so like the Laswell's letter, you come in to the notes menu, you find Laswell's letter, and it tells you what you had to do, which was you had to, um, go to a tower one of the radio towers go to the top and upload information and that completed the mission for you. Um, so, um, and there are notes for each map, like you have notes for El that you will need for Almazra, there's notes for Ashika, there's notes for Building 21, um, the Kasechi complex, which I've actually not been in yet, um, and then the new map, which is called Vondel. Um, I've been on that one a little bit. It's a little interesting. Um, a little different setup than Almazra or Ashika. Kind of a smaller map like Ashika, but um, a lot more. A lot. It feels like, I mean, for it being the same size, map size as Ashika, everything kind of feels a little more open, whereas like Ashika, everything is like, feels like it's just crammed together. Um,. So you have the notes, um, the location objectives, um, I think in the last one, um, basically all it is, is it's, you know, it tells you what your rewards are for extracting the weapons case from each map. Um, like for Almazra, the first time you extract the weapons case, you get a, um, light machine gun called caution tape. And then it's got a reward for extracting two weapons. And then um, it's got rewards for extracting the weapons case from Almazra seven times. Um, and then, um, let's see, there's six rewards for getting the weapons case six times out of 21. Seven for Ashika, six for the complex, uh, six for Vondel, and six for Ko. Oh, Kosechi's on here twice. Interesting. Um, the second... Okay, this, so the first the first Kosechi complex is for the weapons case. The second 
uh, menu for Kasechi Complex is for something that says find and extract the heated madness barrel. Oh, yeah. So it's specific. Um, it's for a specific weapon. It's different um, skins for different parts of a weapon called the heated madness. Um, which is interesting. Um, but that's what the, uh, location objectives menu is. Um, the upgrades. So, um, upgrades are things like, uh, the new one is called the wallet. Um, so to unlock the wallet, you have to extract a hundred K in cash from, you know, and whatever map you're, whatever, and whatever maps you play, you have to get out with a, with a hundred K. Uh, right now I'm at 75,000, just over 75,000. So I'm, I'm getting there. Um, so then once you unlock the wallet, um, it will open up. There's, um, five expansions to the wallet you can get after that. So once I unlock the wallet, it'll unlock wallet expansion one. Um, and then it'll at that point tell me what I got to do to get that one unlocked. Um, wallet expansion two says you have to, you know, complete obviously expansion one and then have a reputation of level four in white Lotus to get it. Um, and then the other upgrades up to five are basically kind of the same thing. It's, you have to have a, you're going to have to have a certain reputation level in white Lotus and then whatever, you know, and obviously complete the one before that. Um, then it's got um, a stash expansion. Um, this one, I've got part of it done already. Um, so to get the expansion for your stash, or at least the first one, you have to extract 10 nuclear fuel rods and two uh, radiation blocker bottles. I've got the blocker. Um, I, I don't know if you can get the fuel rods without doing nuclear contracts, so I might have to do a few nuclear contracts to get that one, to get those. Um, and then, um, a little different than the wallet, uh, the first two expansions for the stash just after one, um, expansions two and three just say you have to complete the tier before that one. Uh, when you get to four, then you have to have a reputation level in Black Mouse as well as um, completing the other. Um, and then uh, those are for people. Though there's a there's also a wallet expansion and stash expansion um, for those that have uh, for once you get Crown unlocked for those that have the full game. Um, so after the stash, there's the weapons locker. Um, so you can. Um, reduce the cooldown time for your first insured weapon. Um, I'm gonna. You have to unlock the phalanx faction for that, and then have a reputation level of three to get that one to go. Um, so for unlocking the second insured slot, um, you have to extract three ifax, or yeah, three ifax, one afac or large medical bag, and then extract a one enemy operator weapon. Um, so right now I've got, I've, I've got the eight, I've extracted with an AFAC. I've got two of the three IFACs and I, you know, the last couple of ones I've done and I haven't really run into anybody. Um, so I'm obviously still going to need the, 
operator one. Um, and then for the third weapon slot, um, you have to extract five GPUs, ten gold bars, and eight golden skulls. Um, so far I have one GPU, two golden bars, and one golden skull. Um, so that one may take a little while to, um, a little, a little while and a little focus to get done. Um, and then you can, um, expand your contraband stash, um, which, um, I've talked about it already pretty much the exact same. I've already ex gotten one expansion for it done. Um, and you had to get out with four hard drive or four thumb drives and five hard drives. I did that um, to get expansion two. Um, I have to reach level a reputation of level of seven with Black Mouse to start to unlock it, so I can figure out what I got to do for it. Which I believe actually for Black Mouse I'm at level six, so that shouldn't be too far down the road and I can start working on that um, and then of course you know for every expansion after that it's going to be you know a certain level of black mouse in black a reputation level in black mouse and then you know having the previous one done um, there's a bounty board uh, the bounty board so last season uh, introduced the barter system where you could collect items and then trade them in to get different items like uh, the scavenger backpack or a comms vest, a medic vest, a stealth vest, um, or a tempered plate vest, you know, those kind of things. Um, so this time around, um, the requirements, the items that you need for those are a little different now than what they were for three. Um, but what the bounty board is, is it tells you how to unlock these items so that you can barter for them. Um, and kind of looking at it, basically you just have to take out commanders. Um, I don't know what I need to do for... So the first one is to unlock the personal exfil discount. Um, and all it says is complete the previous upgrade tier to unlock. So I don't really know what that means. I don't think I've unlocked the personal exfil, but maybe I did. Um, I would have to go in and see what I've unlocked and what I haven't. Because I noticed when I was playing with my friends the other day, I apparently unlocked some of the barter stuff, but I don't know. Um, I want to say when we f when I first started, when Season 4 first started, I swear you just had to reach a certain no reputation level and I think it was White Lotus to unlock a bunch of, to unlock all these things and now you have to kill commanders um, like to get the revive pistol you have to take out the to be able to barter for it, you gotta take out the chemist uh, for the comms plate you gotta take out Wilson I have no idea who that is yet I haven't bothered to look that up I'm assuming it's either part of Vondel or maybe the um, Kasechi complex uh, the stealth plate which is my favorite vest i have to you, know, you have to kill the sniper which um i did look that one up he's in the complex um for the tempered plate you gotta kill an armor i mean it's it's basically killing the different commanders um or um other bosses in the game um so that might be might prove to have some interesting um, 
adventures in DMZ for to get some of these so that we can start bartering for them. Um, and then you've got the communication station menu, which, um, so I do believe I remember I, I talked about, you know, for season four, they were going to have these things called urgent missions, which are, you know, daily things. Um, so you, um, complete certain missions. I have already unlocked the, um, white Lotus and the, uh, black mouse daily missions. Um, to get black mouse, I had to extract with a full backpack or with each backpack slot fold filled. Um, and then for the white Lotus, I had to get two Alcatala planning diagrams or extract with two of those, um, to get when I unlock, um, to get the date urgent missions for the phalanx faction, um, I got to complete the next story mission for Black Mouse, which may not be till next weekend. I don't know. I might get it done sometime this week. Um, but some of the missions I've been, you know, working on are like right now, my urgent mission for White Lotus is extract food supplies. I got to get out with eight food supply items. Um, for Black Mouse, it's I got to get... 15 headshots on enemy agents, which I don't, the last, this, the last round I played before I started this podcast, I would have sworn I got 15 headshots, but I don't know if by enemy agents, that means I need to go to like, if I, I just don't know what it, why it didn't count any, cause it says right now it says I have zero. So I don't know if you don't get all 15, if it just doesn't count anything to that point or what. Um, but like I said, for Black Mouse, the first few missions were basically um, re-familiarizing yourself with, like, for lack of a better put it, the controls for the game. Um, like the f- one of the first ones was you had to go in, ping five enemies, and then take five of them out. Um, and then it was, you know, ping a vehicle and you know, repair and refuel it and, you know, just stuff like that to get you used to what the, um, what, what you can do in the game. Um, so in level two of a black mouse, um, missions were hostage rescue, which you had to do a, a contract and then extract with the hostage on the helo. Um, team player, um, you needed to assimilate with a nearby squad and then successfully complete that. Um, you had to request to assimilate with a nearby squad and then they, you actually had to, you know, they had to give you the invite and, you know, you had to successfully join that team. Um, there was anti-air, um, which you had to capture two SAM sites in the same deployment and then open the supply drop. (laughs) That one was, I did that one the other night. I was doing it by myself. Um, you know, this just started on Wednesday, and obviously, you know, my friends and I are already at different points, kind of. Um, I think, as far as Black Mouse goes, I think every most everybody's close or has Icebreaker unlocked, so maybe 
Well, if they wait till next weekend, maybe we can do it together. But if not, it'll be something, you know, maybe if they even if they complete it, they can help me out with if it's, you know, something like that. Or maybe I can get it on my own. I don't know. Um, but there was um, <laughs> took me two or three tries to get this one done because I'd go get a SAM site. And then it seemed like there'd be no vehicles around. So then I'm trying to run to another one and, you know, trying not to get into, you know, firefights or anything like that. And then, you know, I'd start, I'd only have, you know, a one plate vest and then I either wouldn't have any armor or I'd get it, you know, taken out and then I'd have to, you know, reload and get taken out or something. And it, so it took me a little bit, but I, I did finally get it done. Um... I just did this one tonight, um, called Down and Out. You had to complete a raid on a weapon stash with, uh, out being downed in the process of completing that contract. Um, I actually went in with, um, one of the few times I've actually gone in with a team outside of my friends. Um, we got that knocked out, uh, for me. Um, I think we also completed a hostage rescue in the same, same deployment. So I'm sure that helped the people I was playing without. Um, uh, the next one is called Badge of Honor. That was that was one you had to do that we did last season, which was interesting. Um, it's acquire. It's it, the first thing you have to do is acquire a basilisk um, handgun, uh, which you can, as it says, is common. Most commonly, you find them in police stations and stuff. Um, it's an old. The basilisk is a older. Um, I want to say 45 revolver um like the you know police used to use back in the day before you know nine millimeters i think are probably most what um most police use these days um so you had to acquire that and then the fun part is then you gotta get nine headshots with that particular weapon um so i was running around i picked one up out of a I want to say a weapon crate or maybe a locker, one of the two. And at first, it didn't say I acquired. I acquired it. I went ahead and I got the it gave me credit for the nine headshots. And then when I exfilled, it still didn't give me credit for the um, for acquiring one until I went back in for another deployment. And then as soon as I you know got into the new deployment, it popped up and said, "Okay, you've acquired the basilisk. That one was complete." Um, but. <laughs> You know, and it was, I had a plane, um, just picked up no modification weapon. So getting headshots with that, and I was attempting it at range for the most part so that I didn't get shot. Um, so that was, that was kind of fun and interesting. I mean, that one, even last season doing that one was kind of, kind of fun. We like, we definitely did that one as a team. Like one of us got the basilisk and then the rest of us just kind of let them, Help, tried to help him out getting the headshot so that it would count, and then it just counted for all of us, I think. Um, so that was, <laughs> um, like I said, that was kind of fun. Um, next one was close quarters. You had to acquire a stronghold key card, and then you had to clear out a stronghold. Um, so I was trying that one. And for me, clearing out a stronghold when I'm by myself, the worst part is the riot shield guys. Because as long as there are riot shields up, I think unless you have a shotgun, you can't really get through it. At least not before they like pressed up on you and they're attacking you and like trying to hit you with their weapon and stuff. Um, 
when you're with a group, you know, if you can get one of them to be coming like at you and then your teammates can get behind them and take them out, that's usually the easiest way to do it. Or if you throw in like a stun grenade, it kind of gets them to drop that shield and open up a little bit so you can hit them. Um, so it, you, you can do it on your own. It's just not exactly, you know, an easy thing to accomplish sometimes. So I was I was trying to clear out the stronghold, and I think I was just about done uh, when a helicopter of reinforcements landed. And then on top of it, I had a team show up. <laughs> um, I had, just for the sake of, you know, trying to deal with some of the reinforcements, I'd left a vehicle parked next to the um, stronghold that I was attacking. So that I could, you know, run outside, jump in it, run over the guys outside, and then maybe draw the ones inside out and then get them in a little, you know, better situation where I could pick them off, I guess. So I was I was having issues with the um, riot shield guys. So I ran out and I ran to the vehicle I had parked. That's when I figured out there was a team there. I know one of them was lining up a shot on me with his sniper rifle. So I kind of ducked and got in, started driving away in the vehicle. Um, and they apparently ended up helping basically un unwittingly i guess these this team helped me clear out the stronghold because as i was starting to drive off it popped up saying i'd completed the mission so they took out the last few guys for me that i needed to get rid of um and so that getting all those done got me to icebreaker um icebreaker i need to go to will be in vondell um, the first part of it is picking up a letter from a dead drop at the zoo in Vondel. Then you have to take that letter and drop it off at a dead drop at the university, which I've only been in that map once, so I don't really, I don't know where any of this, I know where the zoo's at, sort of, because we went there, but outside of that, I don't really know the map, so I don't know where this stuff is. Um, so then you drop the letter at the university dead drop, and then you also have to take a tracking device to the same, um dead drop and i'm assuming it will tell you where to find this i mean i'm sure i'll look it up and be able to find and, and figure out where i need to go to get this um tracking device to go put in that um dead drop um but that will be that's the tier two story mission for black mouse um like i said i'm at reputation level six um i need basically i need when i complete icebreaker it will put me at level seven um, and that'll, I can't remember what that unlocks for the upgrades and stuff, but that'll be, that'll be cool. Um, so White Lotus, I'm still on tier one. Um, I had a little bit of fun with this one too, because the first, first couple of missions to do, um, are on a Sheikah. And I'm still kind of undecided on how I feel about a Sheikah as far as, you know, <laughs> getting... <laughs> Um, about, you know, having to try to do stuff on a Sheikah by myself. Cause a lot of, even when it's, you know, we're in a team and we've seemed to run into people quite a bit and have a hard time getting stuff done. Um, so the first three missions for that one were you had to take out five. <sighs> Sorry for that. You have to take out, uh, five shadow company soldiers, which that's easy. Um, but then you had to extract with an STB 556 gun. 
Uh, that took me a little while to find, but I, f I think on my third deployment I finally found one. Um, and so far none of these missions have been outside of the one that said you had to get the, um, had to get the two SAM sites in the same deployment. Most everything has been, you know, you can complete these in stages if you need to. Um, like, I can kill, I could kill the five soldiers, get out, and, you know, when I go back in, I'd still get credit for the five. I just, you know, need, um, as I'm doing other stuff, can work on getting that weapon that it says I need. Um, so that was, that one wasn't too bad. Um, fuel shortage. So I guess a new, um, feature is, so if you put a gas can in your backpack as you're driving around in a vehicle, if you start running out of gas and you're not next to a gas station, you can take the fuel out of your backpack and it refuels your vehicle. Cool. Uh, so a new wrinkle they've added is now you can siphon gas from vehicles. Um, so that was what this one, this mission said was you had to, um, you had to siphon gas from a vehicle on a Sheikah and then you had to use a gas can to refuel the vehicle. Um, sorry, another one. Um, anyway, so obviously the, um, refueling with a gas can was easy for me to do because I knew what that was, but I couldn't, I wasn't, I didn't really look up the siphon, how to siphon fuel at first. Um, part of me kind of figured it would be like, you know, last season they added that, you know, when your vehicle's getting beaten up, it flattens the tire. Well, you can repair the tire. So I thought maybe if you just walked around the vehicle, it would just pop up with a spot that says, oh, siphon. No, as you're driving, it's just when the fuel gets low and you've got, and you use, because you can use um, a percentage of the, like, I guess as you're driving and the fuel lowers, in the gas tank of the vehicle, you can take the gas can and it just refills it whatever is missing. Whereas if you're like all the way down to like low fuel, then it just basically takes everything to fill the to fill the car back up. Um, so once you've you know once it's gotten a little low, and then you've had to put some of the fuel from the gas can into the vehicle, well then it also give, then it gives you the option of siphoning the fuel back out of the vehicle into the gas can. Um, I had, I, like I said, I had to look that one up to figure out how to do that. Um, not entirely sure, um, why you would, I, I don't know if that's going to be something that, you know, is going to come up in later missions like, Oh, well now you're going to go siphon, you know, whatever. Um, but that one was kind of fun once I figured out how to do that. Um, and then there was Shadow Company Intel. Um, you had to get into the Science Center on the second floor and extract a laptop. Um, this one took me like three or four tries because uh, first time I went in, you had to have a contract to get into the Science Center. The next time I went in was a stronghold. The third time I went in again, you needed a contract to get into it. And then finally on the fourth try, it was a, it was just a you know, built, it was just open. So I got in, got the laptop and, um, got out. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a little frustrating, you know, going in and, um, when it was a fortress, I didn't have a key card, so I couldn't get in. Um, and you know, you can't really draw 
people out of a fortress. Um, I, they just kind of, I mean, you can stir them up and get a, you know, riled, you can kind of like a hornet's nest. You can kind of do things to get them riled up and you can hear them running around and, you know, you can see them setting off smoke grenades and stuff, but they just don't, they don't come out of the building until you've opened a door. Um, probably so that if they do come out, you, if you don't have a key card, it doesn't just let you in without the key card. Um, um, on the hostage rescue one I did, um, another funny thing, um, so it was in one of those, um, two-story office buildings, um, that has, you know, usually has some computer stuff in it that you can loot to try to get, like, components for computers and stuff. And, you know, most of the time when you do, you know, the building they choose, the windows are covered so that you can't just, you know, pick people off and then, you know, make it a little bit easier for yourself. So I, I activate the contract for the hostage rescue and I get to the building and it's in the northern or it's in the, um, eastern part of El Madra, um, up in where the, um, the sandstorm is gone now. It's just, that area where the sandstorm was at at the end of season three is now just covered in sand and sand's piled up and it, you know, covered some stuff and, you know, there's partial buildings sticking out of sand dunes and other buildings completely covered by sand, you know, so it is kind of nice though. Not not having that sandstorm there because as much as it did kind of help if you were trying to be sneaky where you, people couldn't see anything if you were just trying to get through it was kind of a pain if you didn't kind of have a familiarity with the map and knew where to drive. Um, so anyway, so I took out the heavy armored guys upstairs because the windows weren't. I mean the windows were barred so it's not like I could jump in through the window but I could I could shoot through the window kind of like you know on the police station in the at the eastern edge of the map. Or the police academy. Um, you can, like, the bars all have, or the windows have bars on them, so you can't get in through the windows. You have to have a key to get in through the doors. But you can, you know, go up to these windows and see into these rooms, and you can kill whatever bots are in those rooms. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, do, I go to that police station quite a bit just to do that, just for, one, the kills, the experience you know, the experience you get for the kills, especially if I'm trying to like upgrade a weapon. It's kind of like, well, I know there's going to be, you know, there's four windows. I think I can go shoot through and at least get one or two guys per room. So that's, you know, that's getting me experience for that weapon to help it level up faster. Um, so I got out. So, you know, I, I took those guys out and then was able to get to the second level because there was a staircase outside and there was some stuff nearby that would allow me to jump up there and get up there. And I went in through there, got the, you know, hostage and then got out. Um, so that's how I did that one. Um, air support. You just had to uh, acquire a kill streak either by buying it a supply, buying it at a buy station, getting it out of a supply drop or, you know, taking somebody out and picking one up or, you know, just picking one up while you're looting. Um, this one was kind of fun. Um, it was called Upgraded Arsenal. You had to attach a suppressor to one of your weapons, you know, um, from the workbench. Um, 
one a, a carryover from the end from last season was um, last season they put a buy station and a workbench in all of the I don't really want to call them armories but in all the <sighs> must be getting must be getting close to bedtime as much as I've started yawning um, but it um, it has. I guess armories is what I'm going to call them because it's they had buildings that had um, weapon refill that you could refill your ammo in these buildings. Um, so they put a buy station and a workbench in all of, with all of, in all those buildings. So it's you know there are other buy stations out there that you can still go go to. You don't have to go to one of these buildings, but it makes it nicer having them in this in these buildings. Um, so I put a. Um, suppressor on a weapon and then I got my you know six kills with it um, so I've unlocked I'm gonna do um, the last mission even though I don't need to for level tier one of White Lotus and then do um, the story mission um, story mission for White Lotus is or at least for tier one is that you've got to get a, a beacon off the rocks on the northern coast of the island and then you have to plant that beacon on the roof of the castle um i'm not too worried about i mean if i look it up i'll be able to find the beacon and then it'll just be a matter of can i get to the castle and sneak to the roof of the roof of it and put this beacon up there and i'm sure like a lot of that stuff when i get to that point it'll you know pop up when i get close to where it needs to be and it'll say "Ooh, place you know beacon and then i hit square and it'll place the beacon um commanding intel i have to complete a secure intel contract and then ping a commander which um i've read somewhere once that if you do the secure intel that's what brings the um helo commander in I honestly don't know if that's true or not because I've done, um, I've done those contracts before and had the Hilo show up, and then I've done those contracts and the Hilo hasn't showed up. Now, what I can't tell you is, or what I can't remember is, if when I did some of the times that I did the contract and it didn't show up, if it was already in the game because somebody else had already gotten to it, because I assume it's just whoever the first person is to do it that brings in the Hilo, or maybe it's if you do it after a certain point that's when it brings in the Hilo. I'm not. I'm not real sure. Like I said, I've had the Hilo show up, and then I've done it, and the Hilo hasn't showed up. So, But the times that it didn't, like I said, I can't tell you if, um, if somebody else had already done one, and then if the um, Hilo commander was in already, or if um, or if it wasn't. Um, so that's just some of the stuff. And, like, Icebreaker. Um, so it talks about, like, the reputational. So... Um, for your tier one missions, every mission has a gives you a hundred reputation, and then you get to tier two, and it gives you two hundred reputation. And the story mission for tier two Black Mouse is four hundred reputation. Uh, I'm assuming level. I'm assuming um, tier three is going to be three hundred reputation per mission. I would assume. I don't know. Um, but that's. Uh, otherwise missions are the same other than instead of you still got to do a certain number to get the um, story mission unlocked um, but the reputation level helps with upgrades and stuff like that which is kind of cool um, 
there are a couple of new weapons this season. Um, let me go to Battle Pass and see what they see what they technically are. Um, first new weapon um, that you can unlock in the Battle Pass um, is called. It's a submachine gun. It's an ISO forty-five. Um, it kind of basically just looks like your basic little machine gun. Um, but you could, it came with, I guess it didn't. Okay. So it was just, it's just that weapon. Um, there are some weapons that are getting, um, having a, Black Cell skin for him. Um, um, anyway, um, the other new weapon is a Tempest Razorback. Kind of looks like a Cronin. Um, it's an assault rifle. Like I said, it kind of kind of looks like the Cronin a little bit, but. Um, So I'm sure, you know, I'll spend some time upgrading those once they're unlocked so that they get, I get them to their, um, full potential. Um, already gotten several more tokens for weapon rank and battle pass experience. Haven't really used any yet, but I'm probably going to use, start using a few to kind of help with, help with some stuff. Um, uh, as far as other, other, um, things, um, you still got, one thing that did surprise me, um, was I thought, so my friends and I play a lot of Rocket League, and Rocket League does seasons as well, and at the end of a season, wherever you get to, it gives you rewards for whatever level you're at, and then it resets you for the next season so that you have to you know, try to get back to where you were by playing it. Um, so I kind of wondered, I kind of figured that was what, um, this would, what Warzone would do with rank play. Um, that is not what it did. Um, I am the exact same rank, um, that I was. Oh, okay. It didn't change my rank, but it did start me. Okay. I see what it did. So I'm still a rank 6, but it did take me all the way back down to bronze 1 because I do believe at the end of last season I was bronze 3, I think. I was almost ready to break into silver, um, but I wasn't quite there yet. Um, I haven't played any ranked yet since um, the new season started. Um, but that's where, so that did, that did reset. So I'll probably mess with that a little bit. Um, resurgence is still a mode that, um, you can play and, uh, all four of us can play it together. Uh, plunder is still a thing, but it looks like they took away quads and it's just a trio thing. Um... Yep, looks like it's just a...
just a trio thing. Which kind of sucks. We could Plunder was fun with all four of us, but now apparently it can just only be three of us. Um, then, of course, um, Battle Royale you can do in quads or solo. Resurgence has quads, trios, duos, and solos. Um, and all of that is... All of Resurgence is in Vondel. All of Royale is in El Mazra. Ranked play... I think is all going to be El Mazra, but I don't... I don't know if it rotates... Maps or no, because I don't think I ever did ranked play in Ashika, so I think it's just for um, Almazra. Um, it's changed your start, kind of. You, you can start, I think each season they've added different starting points for you when you first go in. Um, so I've hit a couple of those. It's nothing nothing bad, I guess. Just a little weird to be starting in some of these places that you're used to. Like, one of the times I went in tonight, um, off a of feed port, there's a dock with a gas station on the end of it, and there's usually a SAM site there. And I started there, and I'm, you know, when I recognized where I was, I was like, you know, automatically, like, all right, where's people to shoot? Because this is usually, this is n normally not a place I would, you know, want to start or expect to start. Um... So, that's been, um, that's kind of the rundown on the new season of, um, <clears throat> uh, DMZ. Um, like I said, um, you, you can do two things to unlock the insured weapons, and I'm, I'm working on it. Um, I started out with two two stash weapons i'm already up to 10 now um part of that's because a lot of the missions i've been completing a weapon is the reward you get for completing it um the way i look at it is now i just have options for you know when i get taken out and i lose my in my will until i can unlock a second insured weapon it just gives me something to take in when i get um to the next Listen the next time I go in. Um, but the first expansion, it was at 20. The first expansion for the contraband stash got me, gave me five extra slots. So now I can have 25 weapons instead of 10, or instead of 20. Um, another thing I've, I've noticed is. Um, You can, like, last season, the comm vest and all that stuff was new. Um, so really the only way to get it was to barter or take it off an operator that you took out, if you could take them out. Um, so that, would, that was how you got those. Well, this season I have picked up a two-plate stealth vest just running around. So... Um, I imagine, I'm, I think the barter one will be a three plate like it was last season, but I think you can get, you know, just a two plate version of your, of these vests, um, which is cool. I mean, it's, it's kind of nice to run across them and, you know, then you, then you can have one. Um, but 
I haven't quite... I don't know, some of the barter things, I just don't know how long it's going to take me to unlock them because I... You know, because of the limited time I limited time I get to play with my friends, um, a lot of these commanders are a heck of a lot easier to take out with more of you. Um, like earlier, I took out the um, Hilo commander. Pure, I mean, and I got to the exfil and called it just before the radiation got there, so I didn't have to do the final exfil. But it was, you know. It, it was. It took me a while just by myself to take that command helicopter down because, of course, once you start shooting at it, it you know focuses in on you. <laughs> the one thing I don't understand about that command helicopter, though, is um, to know that you're doing damage to it. Like you hit it, and at one point, one of the wings falls off, and then you damage it some more, and the other wing falls off. And I'm like, how is this? I mean. I'm not going to claim to completely know how um, aerodynamics with a helicopter works, um, but it's just weird to me that you can take, you know, I mean, I guess as long as the rotors are working, the wings don't necessarily matter. But it's just funny to see this helicopter flying around with no wings on it anymore and, you know, smoke billowing off of it from, you know, it showing damage and it's just kind of fun. Um, but that's, that's kind of how season four is gone. Um, getting some of those Ashika missions done was kind of my usual get taken out and then a string of bad luck or, you know, whatever you want to call it going into the next one. Um, one of the times I was going to be nice, people were, um, pleading for help. And so I was going to, you know, and then two of them were basically the same spot, so I was going to go help him out and ended up running in. I don't know if who I ran into was the people, if they just got to him first and helped him out or what, but then I ran into, I ran into like four of them. Um, I think the limit is still six for a, you know, you can only combine up to six people into a team. Um, but yeah, I've, I've you know, kind of some of the same issues, you know, sometimes I'm just running around doing my own thing and some dude just thinks, you know, somebody just picks me off because that's, I mean, and, you know, as I've said before, I know that's part of the game, but it's just like, I don't even know where, I'm not even, I don't know if it's just I need to pay a little bit more attention. Uh, the only times it really annoys me is when I don't have anything and then they're just like shooting me. And then, you know, you, you plead, like I pled for help yesterday from after one of the times I got taken out and they just, you know, I watched them loot my body and I'm like, Oh, so nope, not going to revive me. You're just going to loot me. Okay. So I left the game. Um, at that point, I mean, looting, looting my weapons and stuff basically tells me that you have no intention to bring me back. So I just got out and went back in to try to complete whatever it was I was doing. Um, but that is so far where we're at with season four and some of the changes. Um, so far I'm not too, so far I can't say I'm upset with any of the changes. Um, like I said, the only one that seems a little weird is like with the barter system. I 
I thought originally when I was looking at it, when I, you know, after the update came out last Wednesday, that it said you had to get to a certain, um, I think you had to have like a level two reputation white lotus to unlock like the stealth vest and all that kind of stuff. And now it's basically saying you had to kill all these commanders. So I don't know if that's an update from, um, if that was an update or if I just wasn't looking at it right, or maybe it was, um, the other thing, and I, I guess I just kind of thought about this since I'm a level, um, reputation level three with White Lotus was maybe, maybe getting to reputation level two, maybe that's what, un, you know, I guess unlocked these. I guess what I'm trying to say is, I guess maybe the, um, getting to that level reputation level two of white lotus maybe that triggered because some of these say like the personal exfil is now a discount so maybe i've unlocked some of these by getting to level two and now it's just a you know oh well now you can you know get a discount f for that particular upgrade to make it cheaper and, um as as they seem to do every time they've um they add new things like now you can get a encrypted um memories or usb stick um that wasn't a thing last season um but they've also adjusted prices of stuff like a you know like season two a blowtorch was two thousand dollars and then last season it was like 200 and you know, last season a gaming console was five was two thousand dollars, and I think this season it's like five hundred or something. So they go through and change prices on stuff so that some stuff's not as expensive as it used to be. And I don't know if that means they make it more uh, more e I guess make it easier to find or more readily available in the game or what. Um, I'm not entirely sure what the price has to do with it. Um, but I know some of the cheaper items are a lot more common to find, and the, ex and the expensive stuff is not. Um, but that's that's kind of where, kind of the you know changes they made to season for season four and um, some of the adventures so far. Um, like I said, we were running. I've only been into the Vondel map once. Um, I I wasn't too upset with the one time I was in there, so, um, we'll just have to try it a few more, you know, like, like at first I hated Ashika, but it's kind of grown on me, it's still not my favorite place to go, but I don't dislike it so much that I'm not afraid to go into it on my own anymore, um, when I first did Ashika, I was just like, nope, I'm not doing anything on this map without my friends, um, just because it was like you just seem to run into somebody like almost immediately and now it still kind of feels that way but now I'm I guess having done that map more I'm more prepared for it and can deal with it a little bit easier um but uh thanks for listening and we'll see what kind of adventures we can come up with this week